stand by for the latest episode of the Signal 50 Podcast with your hosts, Bravo and Alpha, two lifelong friends that swore an oath to uphold and defend the Constitution of the United States of America. Stand by for broadcast. Good evening, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Signal 50 Podcast for December 10th. Happy rainy evening to you, Bravo. How are you doing tonight, sir? I am doing fantastic. Not that I'm inside, not outside, and Oof. the wind is going to be kicking up soon, right? And the next thing you know, let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. Welcome, everyone. Welcome yeah. to the Signal 50 Podcast. Or, yeah, welcome. The weather is 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 frightful outside tonight. But the fire is so delightful. Yeah, well, <laughs> true. There you go. Anyway. Well, you know, that brings me to a topic. The weather this year has been completely goofed up. Goofy is not the word for it. I, I remember when we were kids, we were generally skiing r- always right around Thanksgiving. Right. You know, and, and I, I think there are some areas where they still do, but I... It's getting harder to uh, it's getting harder to find skiing this mm-hmm. early in the season. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's just just interesting. Things are changing, but uh, I want to talk about the weather. I really did. Um, I was right. talking to a friend uh, the other day about things that are you know anxiety inducing, right? Mm-hmm. And weather is one of those uh, one of those topics, uh, and it's it's just very strange. Weather is just a a phenomenon that happens every day that nobody pays particular attention to, right? Correct. Until, I mean, in, until they say the sun rises and the sun sets, and the, the people keep, you know, we just keep time keeps pressing on. Except yeah. when I, I think what you're what you're mentioning, at least to me, you know, I, I went to the grocery store uh, today, and the place was packed, and everyone's buying up water and buying up milk. And the only thing I can say is hype, hype much. That's what I think is going on. Um. People are losing their minds because it's going to snow. I mean, I, I've never seen this before. Before, you know, like, and well, we, we're used to getting huge snowfalls or, you know, crappy weather, and people are in the hey, stores buying, hey, like, nothing's going to ever show up. Hey, hey, listen. Your parents went to the grocery store before we got our, our, our asses handed to us in upstate New York before a big snowstorm. Don't fool yourself. I don't remember. <laughs> I I can I can pretty much guarantee that that happened right because yep. there was weather prediction but that's not the point of the the, the topic All that right. I want to get into yep. however but that is an interesting point uh, preparedness you know um, is is probably key right mm-hmm. we never really had to do a lot to be prepared for a storm because we had like twenty five feet of grocery store shelving in our basement mm-hmm. for real oh yeah I mean my mom <laughs> she bought every bit of toilet paper and you know. <laughs> <laughs> and went to went to BJ's or one of the the you know got the whatever's on sale. She would just buy it and put it downstairs. And we had toilet paper for years. I'm to, and anything. Uh, oh, canned oh, yeah. goods, ketchup. I mean, everything you needed was downstairs, and it was always on sale back then. Oh yeah, well, well, my my family, my dad in particular, was in the grocery business, so we had literal grocery store shelving in the basement. I remember Wesson. Yes, yes, that's correct. Everything had to do with Wesson. Wesson Oil, uh, yes, Procter yes. & Gamble. Oh, was it Procter & Gamble? No, 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 oh. no. Hunt Wesson, Hunt Wesson Hunt Foods, Wesson. you know. It oh, was, Hunt, it was amazing. That's right. You were never a Heinz ketchup person. 
You That's were always right. Hans. My, my, my father said, my, my brother and I, our big thing was we, we got to go out to eat. You get to have Heinz ketchup because Heinz ketchup, you know, quite technically is quite a bit superior to Hunt's in certain ways. That's right. It's not, but it Hunt's isn't bad, but Heinz think, is always very good. I think right? I got yelled at by your dad when I said, where's oh, the yeah. Heinz ketchup? Oh, my dad used, my, my brother and I used to sit there and break on my, break, break my dad's chops about how good the ketchup was. And we were in a restaurant. My father would just, that poor sainted man would just look over and go, you tell the Heinz salesman next time you need a new pair of skis. <laughs> smart guy and now all that shit stopped right i mean i i know that's just the way it is but Thanks anyhow back to the weather kids. yeah back oh to the yeah weather. we had a lot of fun and we now had, the weather yeah. and now, now something for the weather hey listen yes people are freaking out about weather all right the commercial weather like that you get on your regular broadcast networks your fox news is your this is your that's just i think it sucks mm-hmm. i think it's terrible oh it's it's do you ever it's listen terrible. to that? Do you ever listen? They they make it a leading line before the commercial. Stand by for the weather as we get ready to go to commercial. We're going to talk about this storm that's coming, the Stormageddon. Here it comes. Well, I mean, they propagandized. They've propagandized the weather to sell you know time on the air, right? That's right. Bingo. Okay, so so here's here's a really cool thing, right? I I freak out about the weather because I lived in a place for a long time that out of a clear blue sky on a sunny day you could get yourself really good and dead. Mm. I lived in tornado country for 13 years. Mm -hmm. And I have news for you. That will make you a believer in paying very careful attention to the weather. Like the first thing you did when you lived in Minnesota was you checked the weather forecast. Mm -hmm. In the wintertime, it was so freaking cold there. It could literally, we lost a couple of hundred people a year going to the mailboxes that never came back for real because of winds. Yeah. No, because it'd slip on the ice and get hurt and lay there and die of hypothermia in the driveway. Oh, it's because it was like iceberg cold up there too. Oh, Oh, it's terrible cold, but yeah. uh, in the summertime. So you learn to, to pay, you know, a lot of attention to the weather. So I went out and I'm a, I'm a weather freak. I, I just enjoy learning about the weather, paying attention to it. It's, it's, it's fun. Uh, there's a couple of sites on YouTube. These are independent weather guys that were, you know, commercial forecasters and they went and they put their, uh, they put their trade out there for the world to see. They built studios and they do a daily weather forecast and they look at long range. They analyze a lot of data. They do a real deep dive into it. You mean like what the weather channel used to do before they went completely enviro yes. enviro nazi crazy gotcha exactly i yes. mean these guys are no agenda these are guys are just okay let's look at this national weather service map and let's tell you what this means i got news for you i knew that this storm was going to come you know a week ago you mentioned it to me last week you guys are going to get hit we're all going to get hit with a big storm next week i'm like yeah and so what you know it's like okay the well weather. right but, but still, for, now it's like... But forewarned is forearmed, right? That's, that's correct. You are correct. So sir. if you want to stand in line at the grocery store at the last possible second, you keep watching 3, 5, 9, and 24, okay? <laughs> Anybody who, if you know, you know, all right? <laughs> you, keep, you keep watching 3, 5, 9, and 24. Well, well, guys like me and, and a lot of other people follow people like Ryan Hall, y'all, mm-hmm. on YouTube. This guy's fantastic. He does great stuff. Uh, uh, Weatherman Plus, his name is Mark. He's a Seventh-day Adventist. He, he ends every p- broadcast with a prayer. He's, he's just doing himself, and he's awesome. He's really good. 
you got Mitch Westweather. Mm. You've got a bunch of these guys out there that are, they're doing solid work. Mm. They're out chasing the tornadoes in Tennessee today mm-hmm. yeah. and yesterday. So they help, they ju- help do a lot of recovery work too. Right. So just to everyone understand what, what is amazing by this, by the storm that we're getting up here in my neck of the woods, all the way down the coast is the fact that there's this delineation between warm air and cold air. That's a cold front, right? And as it comes through, we're getting rain and it's warm and maybe some thunderstorms and things like that. But the cold air behind is like Arctic frigid cold. And that it's all going to change the snow, at least in my area. Maybe not it's down in Florida. It's going to milk every bit of moisture out of the air as snow. And it's going to be a mess tomorrow. Well, okay, so that's tomorrow, right? Mm-hmm. This is the small deal. Okay, everybody that lives in the Northeast including you, my friend, mm-hmm. that you don't know about this. It looks like the 12th, 13th, and possibly 14th, you are in for a shellacking in the Northeast. And Blizzard. the 359s and 24s aren't even talking about that one. <laughs> and I told you it was going to snow here four days ago. I know, I know. Now they just moved the forecast to it's going to snow. Because then what happens is it panics. Everyone, like, sees the weather. Oh, we're going to, oh, God. You know, but no. you're forewarned. You're forewarned. I, and yep. and I, I watch it sometimes. I'm not as if much you as wanna, a weather, a weather. You right. know, I, I, I can look out the window and I say, yeah, it's going to snow. I can tell. But, you know. Well, no, no, I, I don't mean to, you know, belabor the point. But the point is there's been a whole parallel a parallel universe has been formed by people with private interests that are doing this and monetizing their, their work mm-hmm. and they're independent from everybody. They're putting out an incredible product, mm-hmm. right? And it's like the free market, right? Their success pens on whether or not people like them. Mm-hmm. These guys are doing a great job. They're doing weather and they're doing it well and Just I think weather. they're meteorologists too right they're all meteorologists they're all meteorologists yeah so you're taking you know the the whole commercialization and what appears to be a narrative you're taking that away and you're doing just what you and I want to learn about is the weather now That's right. as, as a pilot myself as a private pilot that means I fly in fair weather not this weather like my brother um he he's a he's an IFR rated pilot but he's still likes nice weather to fly in. Um, when you, when you talk about weather, you also have to think about flying weather. So you, you ever notice when you're sitting in the airport and you are waiting for the plane to get to the gate because the plane has to come from another place and it gets delayed from another place. And it's like this big chain reaction. Well, when the pilot says we're not going anywhere because the weather is not good, Guess what you're not doing? You're not going anywhere. But I, I tend not to get really upset about it. I say, you know what? If he's not comfortable flying in this, I know I'm not going to be flying comfortable flying in it. If well, he's saying we're not going, we're not going. That's the well, end let of me, it. Well, let me, let me tell you something, cowboy. Mm-hmm. Uh, a couple weeks, last week, I was coming home uh, from the sunny, the sunshine state, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, supposed to land at Reagan National, right? No, divert. And, and I'm looking at my flight rate, radar 24, and I'm like, why are we circling? Did you look why out the windows? Did you see the, you couldn't you see, see the ground? Right. You couldn't see shit. Right. Nothing. You couldn't even see the wingtips. Right. That's not good. And, and I'm looking at the thing, and I'm looking at I'm like, oh, shit. This is going to go badly. 
no. All of a sudden, go somewhere else. <laughs> all of a sudden, I'm like, it goes ding. It says diverted to Pittsburgh. I'm like, oh shit, great. This sucks. I'm gonna get stuck in Pittsburgh tonight. Fuck. So we fly to Pittsburgh, and it was rough as shit. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was terrible, and we were Winchester fuel. We were. We had zero. It was almost an emergency landing. He didn't right. load enough fuel on the plane. No, because well, remember, there's certain minimums that have to be in we the were tank. Heavy. In the tank when you land. Now the problem we that, were heavy. We were heavy. We were absolutely chocked full. So yeah, everyone's luggage and the people on the plane, which makes it yeah. heavy. And then there's one thing you can get rid of: either the people fuel. or the luggage or the fuel. So they, they do these calculations, so they take the minimal amount of fuel as possible with the normal reserve, and guess what? Now you are yes. wondering if you have enough fuel to get to where you're supposed to go. Right, so we, we blitz into Pittsburgh, right? And the pilot's like, hey, man, we're uh, the weather's really bad, zero visibility in, at, at DCA. We're going we're gonna to park here at Pittsburgh. And in the back of my head, I'm sitting there going, oh, shit we're going to get stuck here tonight because DCA closes at 1130. Closes? Closes to incoming air traffic. Because they don't want the... Noise ordinance. There's a noise ordinance. <laughs> well, it's in the middle of Arlington, Virginia, and it's near McLean, Virginia, and it's right through downtown DC. It's really loud. So they, they decided that they wouldn't land. And we're sitting there. It is just absolutely ripping, pouring rain. Mm-hmm. And this pilot must have been a military. He was a military pilot. He's a cowboy. <laughs> Thank God. And he says, uh, we sat there for a couple hours. Mm. And you can't get off, by the way. No, cannot get off. You don't exist there. <laughs> so we we, da- we splashed and dashed. Yeah. He says, okay, everybody sit down. We got a window. We're going to leave. Mm-hmm. You know, just like what you were saying, it's all about ceiling. Yeah. He's like, we have the right ceiling. We can make it. If I put the pedal to the metal, we'll be able to land in 30 minutes. Mach 5. He says, <laughs> he says the stewardess says there will be no service. Everybody stay in your seat. Keep your seatbelts fastened. It's going to be rough as hell. And boy, was he not joking. No, he's Maverick. What can I tell you? <laughs> we came over Romney. We came over Romney, West Virginia. Yeah. And the pilot then, the, and the plane was jumping up and down in the air a couple hundred feet at a time. Right. Oh, lots of fun. When we landed, uh, five minutes after we landed, we got a waiver from the FAA to land. Uh-huh. And five minutes after we landed, it just fogged right back in. Oh, well, that's why he's yeah. a pilot. He's a commercial yep. pilot, and he's good at what he does. Well, he he made the call. He made the call. So yep. it was his call. And, we're leaving. Uh, Let's go. <laughs> oh, yeah. He says, we're leaving. Let's go. I want to go home. Everybody <laughs> wants to go home. Let's go home. I mean, he pushed off the gate. Bravo, he yeah. pushed off the gate and he was he was deep in the throttles all the way down the taxiway. He took a left to like runway three four right yeah. or left, whatever. And we're taking off into the into the northwest, into yeah. the wind, and we were he, he went he, he turned you've been on that plane. Mm-hmm. You turn the corner and the pilot's in it. Yeah. You're not stopping, you're not slowing down. <laughs> he made uh we we didn't break eighteen thousand feet the whole way home. I'm sure. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, well, it's a weather story. I've been I've been screwed up plenty of times by the weather. But anyhow, pay attention to those uh, third party resources for weather. You know, it, it, it'll give you at least three or four days to make some better plans. That's right. That's right. 
Especially so, when you're tra- if you're traveling my plane. If you're traveling, right. You know, right. always keep an eye out on the weather. You got you to determine whether or not you need to divert or change your plans or go home earlier, all that kind of stuff. Or take the train. Take the train. Yeah. Take the train. Yep. And upgrade to business class. Yep. It's always nice. Or sleeper car. Depending how far you have to go. Yeah, four hours to New York City. Yep. Well, anyhow, Alex Jones. He's back. He's back, everybody. The frogs are gay. And let me tell you, there was there was a video of the decision to have Alex Jones come back onto Twitter. This crowd, you know, it looked like a um, a sports bar or something. And they did the refresh, and then they showed that Alex Jones was back on, on Twitter or X. What are we calling this? Twix? I guess we'll call it Twix. And Whatever. next thing you know, they're all cheering up and down, ranting, raving, and Alex Jones is back. And if you look at Twix right now, it's just Alex Jones. Everything's Alex Jones. People are threatening to leave the platform. Everyone's Bye. like, goodbye. We don't care. And and I think the um, the advertising is going gangbusters right now on, on Twitter because Alex Jones is back. I think mm-hmm. that's hilarious. And I think, I think everybody is just, you know, everybody is just terrified by all of these developments over the past couple of months with Elon Musk. Well, you know, it's, it's, I'm glad to see it, but I'm sad to see it also. And I can be glad and sad at the same time. Why? Because it should never have been like this. The government should never have had its thumb on the sensor button while you know we live here in America. And it's coming out all over the place. Oh yeah. That COVID was was a manipulated faux pandemic. It was not released by a penguin or penguin. It was a lab leak. It was a lab leak. Everybody knew it. It was a lab leak. And this Everybody was purposefully done. Okay, when we talked about this, we got censored on YouTube. You remember? When we were on YouTube, I remember. we got censored. We were called disinformation. Misinformation. Go screw yourself. We were actually correct. We were right about just about everything. That's right. So, to me, this victory that we're all jumping up and down about, if, if it should never have happened... The way it happened, I'm, Alpha. I'm just, I'm just trying to, to process the, what I'm seeing because this is, this is nuts, you know, for, for people to be deplatformed and taken off and thrown aside because they have a different opinion than everyone else. I mean, it really is sad. It's really scary. It's it's not just sad. It's it's absolutely terrifying. So you're oh, on a side note. The podcast you asked me to listen to, I actually listen to quite regularly. Uh, the Ryan Show, Sean Ryan, Sean Ryan. Yeah. He has he has a person on this week, you know, the, and he has these big long interviews and he breaks them up and long form. Yeah, I learn a, a lot by listening to this, and and these people's experiences are amazing. Um, oh, he does he does a great he does a great podcast. Oh yeah, and he he's got it down. I mean he's he's really got it. It was science where he lets these people talk and he gets into these deep conversations and the learning is just off the chart. So oh, the, yeah. the person that he had on right now uh, is into, you know, talks about the UFOs, but they also got into the, the purposeful 
censorship that the government should never be doing. I mean, he, he's of the mindset that, that there are known, uh, you know, like extraterrestrial life and, and has, has, the, has done extensive research throughout the whole world, gone to people, okay. talk to them, has, has all kinds of information about it. Um, but he was talking about how it's sad to see that in this country that, the idea that you cannot speak and and put new new ideas out there for other people to consider is is really what should never have been like that. Well, obviously, um, so he does a good show, though, doesn't he? He does, and and to listen to a lot of these people, it's it's good to hear. And and Sean Ryan actually t- takes the time to vet all the things that are said, and you know, he, Sean Ryan's very particular about nutrition and veterans psychiatric help and, mm-hmm. and, and all kinds of things. So he, he does a good job. It's a, it's a learning he does. experience, you know, right. That, like I, like, yeah, like I said, when he started, he was like, you know, I'm just back from the global war on terror. I did, you know, however many years in, in the seal teams. And then I, I was a tier one operator guy. And then I went as a professional hitter for the CIA kind of thing. And he was, like doing his gun videos and, and it just, it just didn't go over well. I mean, Mm -hmm. he didn't do a good job with it. It wasn't him. And I really didn't like it. And then all of a sudden he started doing, he just let it happen. And Mm -hmm. he just, he found a niche and I think he's doing a very, very good job. The, the part about his program that I appreciate the most is letting these recently returned veterans tell their stories. Mm Mm-hmm. Uninterrupted. Uninterrupted. Yeah. Yeah. This is like history stuff, right? This is like mm-hmm. the spoken the spoken history of our generation, right? That's correct. So it's it's pretty cool. Yep. Check out the Sean Ryan show. I know we like you listening to our show too, but hey, whatever. Hey, he does a great show. It's a little bit yeah. different. Uh he's he's done quite a job. So, you know, that's something I can definitely stand behind. And the censorship thing is just really real. So back to uh, something that was censored in the very beginning because, you know, that laptop was just uh, Russian propaganda. So <laughs> says the 51 intelligence agencies, uh, agents, uh, whatever. Yeah, so uh, how's, how's Hunter doing today? Is he, is he better or worse than when we discovered the uh, indictment? Oh, well, I think I, 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 uh, the pessimist part of me took over, and uh, he actually is in a lot of trouble. Um, and I, I still think... We were talking about this before the show started. He's going to take the fall for dad. He's going to be the fall guy and protect. And they're still protecting Joe, you know, from any kind of uh, look because the special prosecutor purposefully let the statute of limitations run out on two felonies, on two felonies that have to do with Farah, foreign, uh, registration agent, regi- agent foreign agent, agent registration, registration act. act. Thank you. Yes. So, you know what 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 happens is if you are working for a company that is being you know in a company for, that's representing a foreign uh, company you know that that's here. Can working. I explain this? Yeah, and you do it because I. Yeah, because I do this. Yeah, kind you of for do a this. Living. You describe what fair is. You know what I'm talking. I kind of do it for a living, right? Yeah, you do it. I don't. 
I do medicine. Right. Yeah, I, do. I am not a lobbyist. I don't influence policy. However, I do. I have in the past represented, you know, interests that might have been controlled by a foreign government mm-hmm. and lobbying or doing uh, contract work on their behalf in the United States. So you've been a FARA registered person. I did not have to register, but the firm I was with was a FARA registered firm for certain aspects. I did not work with any of the government owned clients. So you personally didn't, but the company I personally did not. And the company had components of it that were FARA registered. Okay. So does that mean that the FBI starts following you all over the place? The FBI can follow me wherever they want. I'm saying, is that what happens when you, or it's just a registration? Just a registration. It's, it's, it's basically an ethical, doing. it's a, it's an ethics. It's, a, it's an ethics disclosure. disclosure. Bingo. That's what I'm getting. Yeah, that's all it is. That's all it is. I mean, it's, it's just a registration while you're representing a company that might be controlled, a government or a company controlled by a foreign government other than the United States. You have to register to do that. So let me ask you a question, Alpha. Sure. If it's just a reg- if it's just an ethics disclosure, can someone explain to me why Hunter did not register with Farah when he was working on behalf of all of of these Ukrainian companies and Chinese companies and Russian companies? Well, would you like me to guess why he didn't, or uh, or is this a rhetorical question? Oh no, no, I I was I, I don't like rhetorical questions because I think there's always an answer. We always I don't ask because the product the the product isn't a product. There is no product. The product was the Biden name itself. Ah, uh, so okay. Were they? Would you would you assume in this situation that the person uh, like Hunter Biden who didn't want to register as a fair agent had something to hide. Oh, gee, you think? Okay. So that's why, that's why it's so blatantly wrong, of course, but the actions speak louder than the words. Sure. Right. And for me, the whole thing stinks to high heaven. And we're not. If finally, maybe there may be some, some justice to come out of this, but unfortunately, when you leave the fairer stuff out of it, you insulate Joe Biden. Well, you also insulate Obama. Ah, there, <laughs> there it is. Well, there it is. We talked about yep. this on the last program too. Yep. But you know, I think that that thin veil is starting to go away. I think that Comer is like, I think they've got the goods on everybody. I mean. If I'm not mistaken, and correct me when I'm wrong, mm. don't they have Joe Biden's bank records? Yes. And 200... Well, wait until they start showing disbursements and payments into his accounts. 200 and something, 230 or so uh, suspicious activity reports, which is... Not something that they like to do on a regular basis. That's 230 incoming wires to Joe Biden from foreign sources. Correct. Okay. So when Catherine Harridge pressed the Department of Justice the other day for further comment on the indictments and the Farrah leave out and that kind of thing, the Justice Department refused to answer her questions due to the fact 
that they cannot divulge details of an ongoing investigation. That reason sounds like a, an excuse to me, but okay. Well, you know, I'm going to tell you something. I would agree with you, and I, I do agree with you, okay? Mm-hmm. However, I think we need to open ourselves, open our minds to the possibility that there's too much light and oxygen on things right now, and they want to get rid of this guy anyways. So they're going to burn him. Burn? They're going to burn them. They're going to burn the Bidens. Oh, they're expendable, you mean? Well, sure. Why Why wouldn't they? I mean, before it gets to Obama, they better burn somebody. So I, I still think the, the most plausible explanation for all of this will be when, by, when, when, when Joe pardons Hunter and then he, he, because of the optics and how bad it really is, he's going to be forced to step down and Kamala who's going who's going to pardon Joe Kamala think so oh yeah because she can't well run. that would that would certainly seal the defeat for the uh, democrats for the rest of all eternity well, wouldn't it but they don't think that they think that they think that Donald Trump is such a bad man and he's under all these indictments well they don't think that he's a bad man he's only bad for their bottom line they I'm talking about the Dems and the deep state and the rhinos. Oh, well, I'm talking about the, the puppet masters. Yeah. Okay. But understand, there is there is not going to be any quarter for the Bidens at all. They're going to be thrown out to the wolves and discarded. Joe, as Obama said, can really <laughs> things up when it comes to you know, doing his job <laughs> and Biden really did screw things up, but you're right. They want to protect Obama. Well, it's not so much that he screwed things up. I mean, listen, I mean, we're to the point now where you've got uh, a press that's really rather disinterested. You've got a Congress about ready to release itself for the holidays. You've got a, you know, a, a majority leader, congressional, uh, you know, the Speaker of the House talking about, you know, raising the impeachment inquiry. You know, it's it's possible, mm. not 100% likely, it's possible that uh, an impeachment inquiry is going to be formed within the uh, coming days. Mm. That should be interesting, don't you think? Yes. But, again, that's why that's why I think you're going to see this this indictment on Hunter Biden came out. The timing is completely suspicious. Joe will pardon him for this and all other crimes. Biden will then step down. Kamala will Biden will pardon him, and then Kamala will be replaced by Michelle Obama. There you go. That's I don't know how that happen. works, but uh, oh, and, I I don't I don't I don't I don't buy that. I don't know I don't know. I think that I think Joe's going to go away with. Uh, um, I think he's going to go into the holiday season with a little more to worry about, don't you? Yeah, he he's gonna he's gonna he's gonna resign so he can go and have his dementia. Yeah, probably. All right, you know, so, not to change the subject, but I think we should change the subject. Well, all right. What Does anybody we... know who, who Judge Frank Caprio is? Do you know who Judge Frank Caprio is? No, off the top of my head, no. 
Okay, so he's he's gained some fame and notoriety over you know the past few years. He's probably about a seventy-two year old or a seventy-four year old man from Providence, Rhode Island. He's a he's a judge in Providence. Mm-hmm. You've probably seen videos of this guy. He's Federal a, judge? No, he's a he's a local uh, local judge. He local does traffic judge. and he's a small claims judge. You know, town court, town justice, town, yeah. town justice guy. Yeah. He's been doing it for a real long time. I don't know his entire backstory, but. Uh, you know, they do a lot of videos of him in the courtroom, you know, and how he deals with people and how he tries not to use the law as, you know, punishing good people. You know, you know, he 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 cuts people a break when they need it and he he works with people. He's he's a just a a really sweet old man mm-hmm. who's a town justice and he does the right thing and he treats people with respect, kindness and love and he's kind of awesome. Uh in He's like beloved in Providence. Everybody like loves him mm-hmm. because he's just, he's that guy. Mm-hmm. Right? He's just, yeah, he's the town justice. When you screw up, you get to go see Frank. Mm-hmm. However, you play it straight with Frank, you probably walk out of there with a, you know, hey, don't do that again kind of mm-hmm. thing. If you come back so in he, front of me again, you're in big trouble. Exactly. He's using he's using the courtroom for the right reasons, right? Yeah. He's helping people too. Mm-hmm. So that's important. Um. Got diagnosed with pancreatic cancer. Ugh. And when I tell you that this is a really good dude, I mean it. I mean, he's a really super good dude. Well, there has been advances with uh, with um, cancer, that, especially immunotherapy. Katruda, I have a, uh, I've I've read uh, studies, and Katruda is actually pretty amazing stuff. And what used to be. You know, pancreatic cancer was known as the the worst one to have. Well, that's a death sentence. Well, not with Katruda. So, see what happens. How old is he? Seventy something. Seventy uh, something. All right, seventy something. Well, let's uh, let's keep him in our thoughts and prayers. Sure he was, thing. He's one of the he's one of the good ones, you know. Yeah. So that let's. Uh, he's old school. Old school guy. Uh, let's see. Zelensky, he's coming. He's coming to Panhandle. He's coming back. He wants. He wants uh, money handed over. He to needs him. his money. And I, I don't think the uh, Congress is going to change their mind. Do you? Nope. Still no. <laughs> uh, tomorrow doesn't look good, and next week is definitely not available. Okay. Well, guess what? He's going to yeah. guess what? I'm pretty. You. I was telling you this uh, as we were getting ready for the show. I think Zelensky's going to go into the Oval Office. And uh, yeah. Stumbling Joe is going to walk in there and hopefully not fall and hurt himself. We don't want to see that happen. And he's going to sit behind the Resolute desk. He's not going to recognize who Zelensky is. However, his handlers around Biden will, of course, know who Zelensky is. And when Zelensky says, you either pay me or, well... There's going to be more information coming out. Yeah, we're going to spill the beans on why we, uh, why we actually fired that prosecutor that was looking into your son. Which the video is out there, which I don't understand. But okay, I mean it's so blatantly well, obvious. But okay, well, it's blatantly it. obvious. But you know, maybe Zelensky will have a you know do one right thing in his entire life and have a little press conference and say, you know, all that money that we took from you, good folks. Well, most of it got stolen and embezzled, and and you know, and and this, that, and the other thing. And, oh, and uh, some came sorry. back to the Bidens, by the way. Oh, a lot of it came back to all their political allies. You know that that's it's. It's a money laundering operation, my man. Uh, anyway, 
Uh, Zelensky ain't getting a dime. He better not. Nope. At least. Um, talking about the Congress, uh, real quick. Uh, McCarthy's allies in the Congress wants to throw out Matt Gates. <laughs> now, the sad part of all of this is that a precedent's been set with that New York Congress uh, congressman. What's his name there? Uh, the one that got tossed know. out just recently. Anyway. Uh, Can't remember his damn name. That's right, because he's He's already gone. He's already gone, that's why. Anyway, so the precedent's been set that you don't need procedure, you don't need policy, you don't need a conviction, nothing. You just get tossed out. Meanwhile, when someone was convicted of a misdemeanor, the one that pulled the fire alarm and pulled down the emergency exit doors <laughs> of the signs that went with it, eh, he's still in Congress. Why? It's fine. He's a, no big deal. He's a it's Democrat. Okay. So now they want to throw out Matt Gates, and I don't think they're going to end up able to do that, but it's kind of scary that you have a bunch of power-hungry nudniks running around the Congress and not representing us, the people, but doing their own bidding, which is kind of no, sad. No, it's almost like they're Congress people for Ukraine now. That's right. So keep wearing those lapel pins that have the Ukraine flag on it, and why don't you just go and get out of the House of Representatives because you ain't doing squat. All right. What else do we, we have? On I don't know. Thing? We have all sorts of things that we can talk about tonight. We got Israel. Um, yeah, that's, uh, that's, so, that's, that's ugly. So my, my concern that I've been, as, of course, going back to October 7th and this horrendous, dire, evil day that was performed by the Palestinian, uh, excuse me, Hamas, it, it, it saddens me still because it was the worst attack on Jews uh, since the Holocaust, which, you know, yep. and all everyone starts doing the, oh, support Israel. Oh, we're with you. We're with you. But maybe you should think about having a ceasefire. Just um, slow it down just a little bit so we can get the humanitarian stuff taken care of. And we all know what happens during these humanitarian ceasefires. They recharge and they move people around so they can, cover their strategic arm stashes and everything else. And yeah, um, yeah. Israel said, nope. No, we're not listening. And, and that's good. I'm glad Israel has told them to go take a flying leap. But the problem yeah. is the narrative has continued to, and the pendulum has swung towards that Israel bad, Israel evil, Israel's at fault for being attacked, which we all know is garbage. But everyone now, you have the Palestinians running around, in America, we have attacks on synagogues, which I have an update for you in about five seconds after we get done with this thought. Yeah. And to me, it's disturbing that the 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 real reason why Israel is doing what they're doing is because they, they're fighting for their right to survive, to exist. That's right. And to be be counted as as people. Well, wait a minute. You know, let's 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 add something to that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's really bad when you've got the the head of the Council for Arab is uh, Arab Relations, Nimrod Awad. Yeah, yeah. What's his name? What's what's that? Norwad Awad. Hamad no Awad. Awad. Whatever. Whatever his Nimrod. fucking name is. We'll call him Nimrod. Yeah, Nimrod. Yeah, yeah. He can go fuck himself when right. he's telling it, telling the world. And this is the guy trying to, you know, bring the peaceful message. You know, and and to be the representative of 
Islamic people mm-hmm. to say, you know, Israel doesn't have a right to defend itself and they're colonists and all this other shit and we should just kill them. Yeah, I think they ought to. Yeah, that's a problem for me. How about you? You, you okay well, with that? I'm not okay with that at all. And I think CARE is a terrorist organization just like Hamas and Hezbollah and a bunch of more on here. I think I think CARE is just their political wing. I think it's just their mm-hmm. their lobbyist wing. You know, they're, they're right. relatively clean people that they get to do it. But deep down, it's... Uh, it's a, you know, they just showed themselves for who they really are. That's right. Don't anybody be fooled by these people. No. But the problem is. it's a is, damn shame. But the it's pro- a damn shame. But the problem is the press is the one that's propagating this disgusting message. Well, it's, they're, they're not helping. You know, so listen, they're not doing anything. That's the problem. You know who I really feel bad for? Who's that? I really feel bad for Muslims that are, you know, productive members of a integrated society here in the United States, just like anybody else, right? That right. that they yeah. don't play sides, and they're just they're just here in America, living their dream, and and all of a sudden you get these people that say stupid shit like that, and we all have to remember something. It wasn't like Boy Scouts, and it wasn't Swedes that crashed planes into the Twin Towers on on September 11th. Okay, mm. so let's let's be really fucking clear here about. Uh, a few things, right? Mm-hmm. If we're going to tell the hard truth about it, let's tell the truth about it. Mm-hmm. That particular group of individuals and that religion, people that follow that, are prone to extremism. That's right. On a much more frequent basis than, I don't know, pretty much anybody. And uh, they, there are people here in this country that are just fine. They just want to live their lives. But i got to tell you something. People like this, asshole from care making everybody look at your regular everyday american muslim out of the corner of their eye give them side eye right Mm -hmm. that's not fair that's right it's not fair to them it's not fair at all right but okay from the river to the sea you know this guy's supposed to be some kind of spokesman for change and for arab israeli and you know Islamic oh, relations crap. and all this other bullshit. You know what? Go away, dude. Yeah. You're you're just a you're just you're just an anti-Semite. You're just a Nazi like the rest of them. That's now right. Go fuck off somewhere. Yep. Yep. Tired of it. So it's, just it's an just update. Ridiculous. I wanted to give everyone last last show we were talking about around me on the first night of Hanukkah. The a Temple Israel in my area was uh, uh, terrorized by a uh, Muslim. Yes, Muslim. Legal resident, been here for a while, who fired two rounds of a 12-gauge shotgun uh, in the direction of the synagogue. Wasn't, thankfully, aimed at anyone, but still makes everyone a little nervous, don't you think? Um, he was he was arrested that night. They caught him. They yep. put him in jail. Now, I thought that he was going to be let go by the New York uh, Nobel BS law. That uh, nope. Uh, he was charged with a hate crime by the federal government. So the federal government gets a round of applause for doing the right thing. It's pretty sad when you got to give somebody kudos for doing the right thing. That's right. That's why it's I, so fucking rare when they do the right thing. That's right. He's in jail. He's sitting there, and he'll be he'll be arraigned on uh, on terrorist uh, charges. So and hate crime. And a hate crime. 
So well, hate crime enhancer. So that that's good for him. That'll keep him occupied and and housed on my dime for an awfully long time. What do you uh, think? You know what? He deserves it. He chose he chose his lot, and uh, that's the end of that. So anyway, uh, getting back to uh, ah yes, from the river to the sea. We we we're not done yet with from the river to the sea, my friend. Well, it seems like how the, would, how 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 would how would it feel if you were the uh, president of UPenn this well, morning, Monday morning? Doesn't it matter on the context that you use that type of term? No, and not really. Ra- no, Never. it doesn't. That's correct. You are one hundred percent right. Well, she's still on faculty, but she uh, she they say she resigned, um, <laughs> and one of the uh, board of trustees guys resigned as well. Um, I don't think she resigned. Um, just a if I had to. If I had to guess, I, I think that was more of a strong suggestion to move out of the way. Mm. Now, the Harvard president is also on the chopping block. Yes, Dr. Gay. Dr. Gay, you're not going to be so happy, i got to tell you. you yeah, she's, are, a, she's, a, she's an idiot. She's a complete idiot. She is going to get thrown out, too. Now, it's interesting how all of a sudden... The woke Atarians are being taken out. Well, wait a minute. You got little Elise Stefanik sitting in Washington, D.C. She's super pissed off right now, right? Oh. She's super pissed off and motivated that uh, she is going to end this shit. <laughs> and they tried. they tried her the other day and she she stood her ground very well and she 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 showed them for what they really are and she's not stopping she's doubling down now we're going to look at your money now we're going to investigate this and congress is going to take a special interest in that so i don't think these boards of trustees can get rid of these broads fast enough right well like holy shit what have we done well that's what happens when you choose the die agenda there you have it well eventually somebody's going to push back Right. Well, you know the the um, the fault, uh, the flaw. Excuse me. The flaw in the thinking of of wokeitarians is it it can only go so far. Because I think what happens is people are just in shock that you know conservatives can't present at certain schools. Their professors being canceled for different ideas. You have. Students that are only learning one thing and and from one certain point of view, uh, and these these institutions, I wouldn't I wouldn't send my kids to them uh, because Hell it's no, obviously not because it's not they're you're not learning anything. You're better off going to learn his trade like HVAC or something so you can fix something. So well, we 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 went over all that, but yeah, uh, I know. what I find interesting is the hostage videos. Hmm. There are non-apology apologies. Boy, are they... I've never heard such stupidity from stupid, smart people. And that's well, what they are. They're 100% well, they're, stupid, smart, smart people. Well, they're, they're, they're smart on paper. Well, doctorates here, PhD there, president, blah, blah, blah. You know what? They love hearing their, their bios and their their resumes, but the real issue is is that they have no common sense whatsoever, and that's the that's the factor that's missing out of all this. Nothing of this makes any common sense whatsoever, except for the fact that people are starting to wake up and say, we're not going to tolerate this crap anymore. 
And we're no, going to hit you in like, the wallet. No, it, it's it's even worse than that. It's, okay. it, it's, it's even that? more stark than that and simpler. You know, there are people out there in the world that wander around the world and they don't really care too much. And generally mm-hmm. speaking, they're very, you know, they're they're walking around and all of a sudden they're seeing what's going on and they're like, holy shit. <laughs> yeah, that's unacceptable. <laughs> They've awoken a bunch of sleeping people that normally thought that, you know, Oh come on! All that, all that anti-Semitism and the racism and all that shit—that's really secondary. You know, move on. There's nothing there. There's, There's no nothing there to there. see here. Nothing to see. Well, move now all of a sudden, now all of a sudden, everyone's like, "Oh shit! This is real." Hmm. That's exactly what's happening. You know that, right? Hmm. People are waking up and saying, "What did she just say?" <laughs> Do you know? Are you serious? Well, let, let's let's look at the let's look at the. I think I think it's important to look at the why and and why it's happening. So for for probably the last, uh, the, um, I'll, I'll call it ten years, when it really came into pre- prevalence, all these people that were pushing these kind of the die agenda, diversity, inclusion, equity, blah blah blah. Okay, people were. Okay, that's they're just talking. It doesn't affect me. Well, guess what? Fast forward to today. All of a sudden, all this stuff's affecting all of us. Because it, the the line they stepped over was, we're now going to jam it across your, your throat, and you're going to have to like it and take a bite of that big old fecal sandwich. Okay? So, well. so when you have... When you have this this atrocity that happened on October seventh in Israel, oh God, terrible! And you have people that are trying to justify why these people. Sh- the thing again, the videos are out there. We don't have to talk, and we've talked about it before. It's just it's overwhelming, and it's and it's unconscionable. The inhumanity to the Israelis that happened that day is we should never forget. They want us to forget it. They want us to forget it. Well, I don't know that they want us to forget it as much as these people that walked in there in front of Congress with a chip on their shoulder, thinking that they're, you know, holier than thou and smarter than everybody. And they were going to give everybody, you know, in the United States, you know, I thought they would find a, you know, they're, they're so arrogant and narcissistic Mm -hmm. that they think that they can walk into that room and they can lay down their bullshit and have everyone go, oh, my God, you're just so smart. You know, how could I ever doubt you? At least Stefanik said, get out. Unless Stefanik is like, you are so full of shit. <laughs> I am not done with you yet. And you're and right. she's right because she graduated from Harvard, uh-huh. if I'm not mistaken. You think she's donating anything back to them? Nope. No, I don't think so. You know, this is, that's what I think this is. It's like, there's a comedian. Um these people have what's called liberal arts confidence. <laughs> right? Liberal arts confidence. Liberal yeah. arts confidence. And they just met somebody with some real world experience, Elise Stefanik, mm-hmm. who dragged their little asses up to Capitol Hill. Off their t- ivory towers from the... Yep. From the Just Poison com- Ivy League of Schools, yes. Completely laid their bullshit bare mm-hmm. in front of the entire universe for everyone to see from now until the day we all die. Mm-hmm. Those women are now probably 
reconsidering their life choices. <laughs> I don't think because they are. I, don't think they I are. just think that they walked into the room and they thought that they were, you know, everyone was just going to just melt to their, their profoundness, right? Well, that's arrogance. Well, of course it's arrogance. And there's no, there's no, and they're hubris. That I'm they, the president of Harvard. And, with my square glasses. And? And my word salad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they just, they just tripped over their own dicks. That's right. Not to be crude about it, but that's just exactly what they did. They thought they'd find a sympathetic audience. Well, you know, you have to understand that we're, you know, the institutions of higher learning, and we just know better than everybody else. And, Arrogant. you know, it depends on the context. It depends on the context. And the entire universe went, context? The fuck are you talking about? These people were dragged out of their beds. They were there were horrible things done to them, and they're saying it depends on the context. Well, so every yeah. time that on the college calling campus, for the death of Jews on the college campus, you know that's not really anti-Semitism or hate speech. You know, if it's if it's in the right context, it kind of could be, maybe sorta, maybe not. I don't know. Hard to say. If the person who says it's a liberal, it's fine. If it's a conservative, you know, we're just going to have to just burn them at the stake and, you know, you know, take away their Ku Klux Klan outfit, right? So these people are so full of shit. That's right. It is. It is. You know what? Comeuppance is a uh, a good thing in some in some cases. Oh, uh, I want to see those endowments taxed. Oh God, yes. You want it? You want to? You know what? How about you pay? All of the student loans back with those endowments. Let's 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 start with that. You want to give them? You want to give the money back? Fine. Then the endowments can pay for it, and the colleges can be take uh, some pride in the education that they gave all these people. Well, I'll I'll tell you what. You know, the the if I were a graduate of UPenn, you know, uh, back in the day, and I had paid for it. Well, I, I did get a degree from UPenn, but I didn't pay for it. That was a different thing. If I had paid for it and, and were, you know, a couple hundred grand in debt for my undergrad and my grad at Wharton or whatever, right? Yeah. And this woman just decreased the value of my degree. She already did. Well, I would sue. I would absolutely, I would form a class action, a class, and I would go after the college. I'd go after them, sue the shit out of them. And anybody that graduated from Harvard, you think employers of these Jewish law firms, you know, do we cheat them and how in Cohen, right? Because it's a, it's a very, you know, come on, let's, let's face it. You know, there's a lot of Jews that are lawyers that are high powered lawyers because we value education. These people went to school and that's what they did. Okay, fine. Cool. It just so happens. There's a lot of Jewish lawyers that run these top firms. And do you think that these guys are going to go, well, shit, this person went to Harvard. I don't think that we're going to take anybody from Harvard anymore. Well, well, shit. Well, there goes. I think they're going to go to Toro College. <laughs> Toro Law <Well>, School. <laughs> well, That's where they're going. You know what? And there's nothing wrong with that. Anybody that can complete law but school for, has got my respect. But, but, but before, but before this recording and this this action oh. happened harvard law school students yale law students all of them were sought after chased after because they had this this pedigree from from harvard okay well guess Correct. what 
that's all that's all changed. And you're the best of the best of the best of the best, sir. <laughs> right? Well, uh yeah. I don't think so. Anyway, anything else we're uh, Well, it's just yeah, it's just it's just absurd. These people have just they've uh, gone overboard and it's it's almost, you know, if if it weren't so serious because of the you know, the context by which this happened and, and it's tragic that it it took you know, uh, Israelis being raped, murdered, and slaughtered in their beds, and children kidnapped and beheaded. Uh, for these people to really play the game of show their ass, right? Well, sometimes, you know, all all those all those people are they martyrs? They're victims. Hmm. They're just victims. That's all they are. Got caught in the middle of somebody's hate. And that's it. Mm. There's nothing more to it. Well, everybody, thanks a lot for joining us. Uh, Try to stay dry and... Maybe uh, if you're in the Northeast, might make a trip to the grocery store you know, tomorrow to pick up a couple of things. Uh, because uh, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, I, I'm predicting uh, a shit show. Snow Armageddon. Here we go. Snow Well, Armageddon. I hope so. I hope so. I was so, here for Snowmageddon. A lot of fun. Remember, everyone, we are the Signal 50 podcast where we talk about the hashtag hard truth of all the current events. Yes. Between two lifelong friends that love to talk about it and share our experiences with you. We appreciate you listening. Please be sure to share and subscribe. Give us a five-star rating. Give us a little bit of feedback, and um, we're going to catch you on the next show. And follow, and follow Bravo on Twitter. Yes, uh, Signal 50, at Signal 50 Podcast, at Signal 50 Podcast. You can follow us. You'll see what we're going to be talking about on the next show. Thanks for joining us, everybody. We'd like to thank our soldiers, sailors, and airmen for protecting us. 24 7 365 and our police fire and ems be careful out there kids it's uh it's a little tough there's nothing worse than being on an icy road when the car accidents happen and they're still moving yikes just be careful out there that's right all right thanks everybody have a good night have a good week bye take care